The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning. Happy Monday. We have a few things to talk about. A little quieter on the news cycle, but of course, it's it's Christmas. It's the holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We have a lot of things to talk about. Number one, there are some things happening in the economy. Uh, they are not taking time off. We have a rally in crude oil. We have a rally in the stock market. We have a foreign company buying U.S. steel. That's very important to our hearts here. I'm up in Northwest Indiana. We are steel country. We are steel country. So someone bought U.S. steel. Uh, interesting play there. Also talk of people buying farmland here in America from uh, who, who are foreigner. But before we get into the headlines, we have to talk sports with none other than Connor B. Because he was really excited last week when the Bears had won a few games. What happened with the Bears game? Uh, please, please do tell. I know you're going to bring this up. It was a complete heartbreaker, Tommy. Uh, up big, then the Browns made a comeback, and then a Hail Mary and a guy bobbled it. It's 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 pretty typical when you're a Bears fan to see that uh, they get your hopes up and then crush them. But it, this one this one hurt. This one hurt. Yeah. Also, I had to leave North Dakota. I spent some time in North Dakota, and after watching sports on Saturday, I was on the first flight out on Sunday. Vikings played Saturday, lost in overtime, <laughs> typical Vikings. NDSU football was crushed by the Grizzlies on an amazing play. Uh, they went to double overtime. I, I know the NDSU fans are upset, but trust me, folks, you would have went down to uh, Texas and you would have went to Frisco and as South Dakota State was going to womp on you anyway. So, hey, instead of talking about <laughs> losing in sports, let's talk about winning in the markets as best Absolutely. we can. Uh, we heard a statistic, a phenomenal statistic that typically – grains rally here between now and January. But I have to tell you, Connor, I also, from our friend PJ, who is also a uh, uh, contributor on the show, PJ in the options bit, PJ was saying that, again, corn volatility, 52-week low. Digest some of those numbers on this powerful statistic that we tend to rally. That is true. What would a rally look like, Connor, be with volatility so low? Yes, sir. Low volatility. And what was that? Correct me if I'm wrong, Tommy, that number 16 out of 16 years March futures rally. Post yeah, it's a very powerful report. statistic. If I was a betting yeah. man, I'd go with it. But but it didn't say how much it rallies. That's that's the key there. Right. Like, right. You know, are the Bears going to win by one or are they going to win by 20? There's a big difference, and, and that would help you to know when to get out, right? Right, and that that's where, that's where it plays into low volatility. Carryout isn't getting a whole lot smaller either. So if we're looking for a big rally, you know, I don't know what a big rally constitutes, but uh, we can see something. But I'm not I'm not hoping out for any type of monster rally. Here we go. We got a comment. All right, Luke. Hey, Luke, you need to email us so we can send you a flag. We have a beautiful American flag. Luke's been uh, uh, very generous with the questions. You read it, yes. my friend. Seems to be little reaction from the corn market to ethanol getting the green light for SAF, sustainable aviation fuel. Will there be more of a reaction when more genuine production of ethanol-based SAF begins? You Absolutely. Had, you talked about this Friday. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah. Yeah. The main reason we didn't get a whole lot of reaction, Luke, is because um, they're not, they said they kind of gave it the green light, but they didn't actually say anything of note, right? We don't even know what the SAF means. Are they going to include, you know, what type of feedstocks they're going to include? 
we're going to get much more clarity on this in March, I believe, Tommy. Where there, they'll they'll put a pen to paper and tell us, yes, uh, corn soybeans are going to be included in that, or it's not going to be. So the trade hasn't reacted because it's kind of you know we haven't seen anything of note yet. That's why. To your point, Luke's point, and what I had learned in North Dakota with you know the crushing plant now open officially up there is that. We don't need to export as much grain. If we can grow grain and use it domestically, that's really a great thing for America and the American farmers. Absolutely. So if we do have a hiccup, if China does invade Taiwan, something else goes wrong in the world, we need to produce a lot of grain just here domestically for all these new projects coming on. That's really optimistic. And, of course, the American farmer did a great job producing grain. Great question, Luke. Thank you. Absolutely. So Let's jump let's... into the meat of the show. You got a little uh, something you want to show us, I understand. Yeah. Only thing, I think you ran through steel, stock yeah. market on seven-week high. We'll talk about that later. Uh, crude oil up 250 right now, That's Tommy? a big one, yeah. Crude oil's right. coming back, a little problem. Uh, there's all types of drones flying around, blowing up stuff. It's uh, it's not a peaceful holiday season when you look at the world, and crude oil is a great indicator of is the world uh, stable. We have January options expire on 12-22. We do, I believe, trade a full week. We're going to trade. We'll be open today, Monday through Friday. Yep. We are closed, is it, next Monday, and we open a hard open, like in the pits on Tuesday, but there are no more pits. So uh, I'll check those dates and get those mailed out to clients. We uh, Crude oil's up. We're going to talk about the stock market tomorrow. We did have some interesting things happening in the stock market. I uh, I was asked by one of the TV shows to do an end-of-the-year special on the most surprising things uh, that happened this year, and I have three things in my mind that are extremely surprising. One, uh, should I spoil it and tell you now? I mean, interest rates have collapsed. That's a big deal. Stock market's on the high. The world didn't end. It did for some people. It depends where you live. Where I live in Northwest Indiana, where I travel in North Dakota, where I travel in Iowa, things are real good. Connor B., I went to Shields in Grand Forks. Yeah. Uh, line was so long. I just texted Gina a picture of what to order, and she, excuse me, she ordered it online. And uh, the economy in Grand Forks, North Dakota, is on fire. Hey, speaking of Grand Forks, North Dakota, shout out to the lady uh, basketball team, Mayville. Ladies basketball team defeated UND. First time in like 37 years. That was wonderful out there to watch the awesome. uh, ladies uh, basketball. Sports up in North Dakota are a big deal because there's nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> so the region's wonderful about rallying around their teams all the way from uh, grade school to uh, the collegiate level. <laughs> Brady Huck, uh, great, great point there. Cattle on feed report this Friday. Uh, feeder and feeder cattle up nicely this morning. Is it safe to say cattle are... Uh, made the lows i would say that the people who had to make the margin calls really made them the people who had to liquidate really liquidated we talked about this uh i'm not predicting price but yet in the sense that when the last person who has to sell sells there's a lot of thin air brady huck is correct that market went up i understand you're going to interview brady later yep week and talk about cattle we also dive way more of that yep only other thing yes sir yep only other thing i had tommy is let's peek down south same thing you know, not much new on the weather fronts. It's still a have and have nots. You know, this is just past 48 hours. As you can see Argentina and a little bit of southern Brazil caught rains, central to northern Brazil, not much. And then looking out as the GFS, it's kind of the same story where a little bit moderate to wet and south, and they're looking at dry to uh, very dry in the Mato Grosso region. Now that could change. I did see uh, Mike said something about a cool front coming through. So we can see that let's not spend a lot of time on this because guess, you know, who really doesn't care about the weather is the trade right now. We got beans down one 
And a big reason, right, we're looking at this weather market. Why is that? We saw the Rosario Grain Exchange, right? This is Argentina's uh, balance sheet estimates. They released it today. I think today uh, Cesar sent it to me. And so here's the different story we're dealing with just in Argentina alone. Last year, corn production, 36 million metric ton. Soybean production, 20 million metric ton. This year, we're looking at more than double soybean production in Argentina, right? Estimates are at 50 million metric ton. Corn at 56, a big jump, right? So just if we're looking at the bottom line, we are talking a whole lot more production coming out of Argentina, right? This is more yeah. because they had a drought last year. They had uh, uh, bad weather, right? Reduced production this year. Weather's looking pretty good, Tommy. We're doing it, and we're looking at some big production numbers for 23. So our advice, and I think you would agree, that the farmers running around saying it's dry down there, they may be right today, but if it starts to rain, you're going to have big, big bushels in South America. The cash markets don't lie, folks. After you get done watching the show, check your local cash markets. Maybe you think the USDA fibs, the cash market always tells the truth. If you don't believe it, call a different person, see where you can sell your grain, and that is the price of the markets. If you need to get a hold of us, call us at one 737 farm I promise I'll answer. You could email us at info at ATI Pro Media. For the folks listening on Spotify and Apple, if there's a chart or something we talked about, give us a call. With that, Connor B., I'm excited to do the show this week. I came in low energy. Yep. I'm going to go upstairs, get a cup of coffee with my I don't think you know, what low, you don't know what low energy is, Tom. I do. I do. <laughs> Thanks, my See friend. You Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.